Uh, Wendy has written all new music for today's broadcast. Thank you for doing this, Wendy. Can you explain to people... Hi, everybody. It's Bill and Wendy. Can you explain, please, what happened with the... We had a theme song that we'd been playing for years and years and years, but now we're not allowed to. What happened? Oh, we weren't playing it for years and years. No? That's a figment of your imagination. Oh, for legal reasons. No, we just started playing it recently. Right. But we have heard that we're not allowed to play it anymore. See, here's the thing with podcasting. Uh, you have people who write songs, who publish songs, who get credit for songs. And if people use them on a podcast, yes. there's no way to pay royalties. Right. Because if someone downloads an episode of our show, yeah, they have a copy of that forever. Right. So there's no way to figure it out. And it's there's a, 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 a union... ASCAP, which I was referred to in high school, and I wasn't happy about it, but people called me that. Whatever. People still call you. People still call me that <laughs> in front of my me. face. There's also BMI. There are several. What uh, is your BMI? Can you say on the air? No. <laughs> Why? What? That's like revealing my weight. That's worse. It's a one. <laughs> Isn't it one? Yes. That's pretty good, Wendy. That's congratulations. What's yours? So not for air. Not fair. So the theme song that you've all known and loved for years at the beginning of the show, and then we have one at the end, and we can, we're not allowed to play that one either, are we? No, you have to uh, use stuff that is unlicensed. Can I bring in a kazoo and play a version of those songs? Is that allowable? Yeah, but who would want to hear that? Nobody would I want mean, to hear on. that. And if you do it in a melody of a song that's written... I mean, unless we want to start every show with happy birthday, because I think that's, <laughs> that's free reign now. Right. That's uh, public access. Yeah. Um, can you do a version? You, they do this in commercials sometimes. They'll play a song that is eerily similar to a song you all know and love, but you mean, it's just different enough. In that crazy prescription drug commercial that they ripped off the Partridge family, yeah. come on, get happy, and it is the lamest yeah. thing ever. Yeah. Well, that one might be... I Who could signed be... off on that, Danny oh, Bonaducci? No, Wendy, he wouldn't. Uh, that one might be different because that one, all the lyrics are the same and the melody is the same. It's just a different band playing it. It's not the Partridge Family, obviously. Right, it's a lame-ass version of it's, it. Yes, yes, yes. But what are you talking about? So, uh, all right, so we had a theme song that people knew and loved at the beginning. So we would do a song on the kazoo that's eerily similar to it, but not quite what that song was. Yeah, be just a little bit different. Then you get into the whole chiffons, George Harrison uh, thing. I don't it's want the similar. chiffons mad at us. That's, <laughs> that's the one thing I said when you said, let's do a podcast. I go, not if it's going to irritate the chiffons, I'm not doing one. And you, you, you said it wouldn't. So I don't want to do that. Yeah, it, podcasting is just a little different. And we can't use music that is licensed. Oh. We need a song to get a DUI and lose its license. Yes. And then we can use then it. Then it's all right. It's the only right. way we can do All it. All right. That's fair. Now, uh, last week we got sued because we said Super Bowl, and you're not allowed to say Super Bowl, so lawyers are all upset about that. All right. Well, I didn't realize that. <laughs> you got to include me on these you memos. You can't say Super or Bowl or Super Bowl. You can't in any way, shape, or form say that, or the NFL will sue you, and that's fine. Yeah, but on our script, it said S-O-U-P-E-R. Yes. Yeah, so spelled so, differently. Yeah, we're fine. We're all right. We're all right. Um, did you watch the Super Bowl? Although, I, I want to mention that there is some a flurry of activity in here yeah. today. Yes, there is. The guys from, there's a television show called Collector's Call. Very popular show. It's on MeTV. Both your husband and myself are featured in upcoming episodes of Collector's Call. Which shows you I know how to pick them. 
<laughs> nerds at home, nerds at work. Thank you. I know you meant that as a compliment. So we it will, is totally it's accepted that way. Uh, all right. So uh, uh, my episode is going to air on April the 5th. And we shot a bunch of footage for it several months ago when you and I were employed at another radio station. They didn't want to show that footage because you and I don't work there anymore. So they said, where are you working now? We said, here. So they've been kind enough to come out and shoot a little bit of footage for that television show. And they're in the studio right now. Okay, well, that, if I can just say, is very conscientious because they already shot it. Why wouldn't they just let it roll? But I'm glad to not give them credit. Right. Wow. That's good. That's very Collector's good. Call. Collector's Call. With Lisa Welchel. Lisa Welchel. You, when I you love know her. her and love her as Blair on TV's Facts of Life. Um, so she is the hostess of the show. She was at my house, which was so surreal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when I was a kid, I used to have this dream of walking through my house and there was Blair from Facts of Life in my room. But you go, that's never going to happen. That's just a dream. Stuff like that doesn't happen to people. And then a couple of short months ago, you, you walk through the house and there's Blair in, in my room having her makeup applied, which was not part of my original dream, <laughs> but that's the reality now. Well, is there hope for me that Tony DeFranco will be yes. home waiting for me that's when I arrive? That's an episode of Collector's Call. Tony Franco will be at your house. DeFranco. DeFranco. Remember Tony the DeFranco, DeFranco family? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was my big crush. Yeah. Now, Lisa and I knew each other years and years ago, Wendy, because I played Tootie on the, on the very first episode, on the pilot of Facts of Life, and then they said that I was too tall. <laughs> <laughs> so I was replaced by Kim Fields. I'm sorry you were replaced. You would have made a great Tootie. Well, that's nice of you to say. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. Um, so I love Lisa Welchel, and I've watched nice this lady. show, and she does such a great job with it. So I'm looking forward to seeing her and yeah. the show. But bonus, you're going to be on I it. I will also be on it. Can I tell you one of the weirdest moments in my life? A couple of weeks ago, they brought Lisa and myself out to New York to do the Today Show. And I said, I'll do it, but I, I insist I only be on for 14 seconds. And they said, yeah, we can make that happen. And they did. Uh, Lisa is in the the green room for the Today Show with me and the producers of the show. Also in the green room, while Lisa Welchel is there, is TV's Suzanne Summers and TV's Valerie Bertinelli. Whom I idolize. I yeah. love Valerie Bertinelli more than anything. I loved her when she was Barbara Cooper on mm-hmm. One Day at a Time. I played basketball in high school. She... Oh, I see. I got so excited. She bounced a basketball on numerous episodes of one. I mean, she married a rock star. I love her. You guys are virtually the same human being. I, Almost she's, the same. She would love me if I could just meet her and we could be friends. I was going to bring that up to her, Wendy, in the green room. And then at some point I forgot. But I was definitely going to I was going to give her your resume and say we could if you're cook looking, together. You I mean, I just love her. I know. I know that. I know that. But think about, like, the weirdness of that. Like, all all the hottest TV women of my childhood were all together in one green room. It's a very strange moment. If only Claudine Langey knew that we <laughs> had this set up, she could have driven out. We would have had a very good time next time. How did you even deal with that? Because I, I get a little starstruck. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. I have a difficult time meeting people that I love. No, I get it. I understand that. You don't. You're as cool as a cucumber. Part of it is stupidity. I put a lot of it on stupidity because I'm too dumb to realize what a magical moment it is until it's over. And then I just go, wait, did that just happen? Was I just in a room with Suzanne Somers, Valerie Bertinelli, and Lisa Welchel? How did that happen? Did you talk to them? I know you talked to Lisa. 
Mostly just pleasant, just quick pleasantries. Oh, hello, hello. You're famous. <laughs> I'm not. Got to go. That kind of stuff. You're a great conversationalist. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's no wonder you have a podcast. Yeah. Thank, you, thank you, Wendy. That's very nice of you. But getting back to the Super Bowl, if we can. Yes. What well, well your... first of all, yes. so when is it on again? When does the Super this air... Bowl was on? No, no, no. Your oh, show. Collector's Call? Yeah. Uh, I'll be on on April the 5th on MeTV. All right. I will be in watching. In color, as we say in the business. You're being held to note. I can't see that far. Hold on a second. Your husband's episode, Jimmy Mack's episode, the Star Wars episode, will air on May the 3rd. Oh, not May considered... the 4th? Oh, wouldn't that have been great? But it's a, it's it's like it's like Christmas Eve in the world of Star yeah, Wars, that's May true. the 3rd. May the 3rd be with you. May the 3rd be with you. As the All right, well, say. that's pretty awesome. Yes. My husband was played the part, Jimmy Mack played the part of the the appraiser. Oh, he did? Yeah. So they he... didn't come to your house to see his collection, although they could have. That would have been a great show. There was another Star Wars aficionado who has a bigger collection. Really? I hate to say size matters. But, but in, in collector's call, it, it totally does. No, in this case, it does. Jim yeah. has a Star Wars room and studio. Yeah. I don't remember this guy's name, but it's pretty phenomenal. He's yeah. His whole basement. The whole thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, So, all right. Well, that's exciting. I will watch. I like the show. I yeah. like Lisa Welchel. Yeah. She would like you. Well, could you hook us up? That, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Valerie Bertinelli. Yeah, Suzanne Summers I don't want to hang want out with, part to of be Suzanne honest Summers? with you. All right. I respect her, but what I don't want to hang out. Carter was driving by? Nah. Nothing? I'd get lost in her eyes. <laughs> she had the best eyes. <laughs> she did. Very I know sparkly. no man saw her no, eyes. Right. Very sparkly eyes. You're right. You're absolutely right. All right. Uh, back to the Super Bowl. And again, we're spelling it S-O-U-P-E-R so, so we, we don't, don't get, get in trouble. Again. Speaking of hot babes, yeah. can I jump right to the halftime show? Yeah, please. What did you think? I want to hear your opinion first. Both women did a fantastic job. Shakira is incredibly talented, and Jennifer Lopez is is Jennifer Lopez. You can quote me on that. It's a great quote. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, they they both they can sing, they can dance, they're lovely, they can do everything right. That said, in today's climate, where women are saying that they're obje- objectified, and they are. And they're treated as, as as pieces of meat, and they are. I thought it was oddly almost irresponsible, right on the border of irresponsible, to be pole dancing during the halftime show. Okay, I, I kind of agree with you. I mostly agree with you. And plus there were young girls, including J-Lo's 11-year-old daughter, yeah. Emmy, I think her yeah. name is. And it's like, what kind of message does that send those young girls today? right. You know, the outfits, I feel like, you know, we are grandma and and, and, and grandpa prude right now. Yeah. It was entertaining, and I would have loved it like crazy if I went to see them perform. Yes, yes. But America's pastime, not America's pole dancing. I heard several people say afterwards, hey, Adam Levine was up there without his shirt on, and nobody was complaining last no year. No one but even you... noticed him. <laughs> no Sorry. one noticed him? Yeah, that's... <laughs> But if you go, if you do go back a year, people were commenting then, "Hey, keep your what's wrong with you? Keep your shirt on. Come on." You, know, you got a lot of that last year, and I know there's a difference because he's a guy and they're girls. I understand that difference, but it was uh, it was highly sexualized. I don't know how. First of all, I got to say, I believe Shakira. That was her 43rd birthday. Is that true? The day of the Super wow. Bowl. Wow. Um, and, and Jennifer Lopez is in her 50s. She's 50, I believe. Yeah. And she can still kick. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. But I think Shakira might be the hottest woman on the planet. 
I am a fan of hers. Yeah. She's so talented. Yeah. And the way she can move those hips. She they don't would... lie, Wendy. They don't lie. What doesn't lie? The hips don't lie. Where's that saying from? That's her song. Oh. <laughs> you didn't know that? No. That's her. That's the song that made her famous. I don't the follow. The hips don't lie. I thought it was the eyes don't lie. No. Or is that the window to the soul? Uh, they are the window to the soul. She moves so amazingly, she looks, she'd be the best hula dancer ever in the world, which she would. When Were you I, thinking that during the yes, halftime show? because oh, when you if go. only there was a hula hoop. No, not a hula hoop. When you go to Hawaii and you oh, watch that. the hula dancers, oh. they, it's yeah. amazing what they can do with their hips. And she's got that down. Yeah. She is so entertaining. Yeah. Um, J-Lo is great. She's, she had a great movie this year. Excuse mm-hmm. me. I'm getting choked up. Yeah. Which was about strippers, right? Yep. Well, yep. I just, I feel prudish saying this, but it, I just didn't think that, it was very entertaining and I loved it. And if I bought a ticket to go see it, oh my God, I would have come out going, they are awesome. Did you see footage of uh, the broadcast 50 years ago when Carol Channing was also pole dancing? <laughs> <laughs> That was enter- that's entertainment. Well, hello, Polly. <laughs> yep. Say hello, Polly. Well, now we're going to get sued by ASCAP. I hope you're happy. <laughs> <laughs> that was not the actual song, ASCAP. That was Wendy. It's BMI. I think ASCAP is isn't even around Are they anymore. That's Are just they your nickname. Yeah. It was right. very appropriate. Thank you. Thank you. I loved it. I thought it was good. They. <sighs> But I just I feel bad that, saying it was too do, much. Do you ever follow? I know you follow this because you you have your phone with you at all times. As soon as the halftime show started, they weren't even thirty seconds into it, and people were complaining. Like immediately online, people were furious. And I always think to myself, there isn't a single performer or band anywhere in the world that could escape that. No matter how who you were, no matter how good you were, if they put to, together a band that was. Jesus and the Beatles and Batman and Mother Teresa and everybody that people love, Will Rogers, like the most beloved <laughs> people, people will go, these guys suck. I hate these guys. Get them off. I just, I, they didn't suck. I just, there was some, it's it's the outfits. Mm-hmm. I think Shakira's butt, by the way, is better than JLo's, but that's <laughs> just me. Now, did you go out the next day? Did you go to the local shopping mall and say, I want to wear what... Jennifer Lopez wore last night. Hit me with that, please. No. You're not going to wear that at all? It was very entertaining. I guess my How question... How did she do the costume change in like a half a second? She was wearing one outfit, and then I blinked, and she was wearing a completely different outfit. How did that happen? Tear off. Was it all a tear off? Yeah. Velcro? How else could they have done it? Yeah, I guess. I just feel bad. You and... don't subscribe to the two J-Lo theory like I do? <laughs> no. <laughs> There's two J-Lo's, Wendy. There's got to be two. I just, I guess here's my question. Sweet and low, her sister. <laughs> I'm never going to get my point her out. Her sister. <laughs> Everything is based upon rock and roll in yeah. a Super Bowl. Yeah. So why isn't there a rock and roll show? What do you mean a rock and roll show? Like commercials, the ins and outs when you hear the songs on the field. It's all rock. Yeah. This is not rock. This is. What is it? It's saucy. <laughs> That's the new category? <laughs> yes. Really? And it was, listen, it was very entertaining. I just felt it like... It was entertaining. But you saw all the hate online. People were furious for every kind of reason. Now, even though I thought it was a little bit more risque than normal, 
I didn't hate it. I was I was entertained by it. You couldn't hate it. How could you hate it? It was so good. I just all. I was thinking of those little girls there, all dressed in white, because I got pretty emotional um, when the songs were being sung. Yep. At the beginning. Yep. America the Beautiful. I can't remember this woman's name, and I feel so bad because I love her. She was on an episode of The Voice. Um, she's an opera singer. Mm-hmm. She was amazing. Demi Lovato was incredible. I found myself crying during this. You were crying? Yes, because I just, I believe in this country. I love this country. I'm a little mad at this country right now. But I am so proud to be an American. And I I have mixed emotions. And it's like, I just, I just was touched. You started crying. You know I cry at parades. Yes. So it's the same kind of America, the beautiful, and we love America, and I do. Yeah. I live here. It's the best country in the world. Yeah. And then I see the kids on stage, and oh, plus, if I could just say, the very uh-huh. beginning of the Super Bowl, when they have this kid running, yeah. and, and I love when they do that, that it's like a tape that turns into actual time. The commercial of the kid who is running through the streets, and then he shows up at the Super Bring Bowl. Bring it home, yeah. yeah. And then all these kids go out behind him. That started my tears, because I, I was crying as Jimmy Mack and my son Michael are watching with me, and they look, and then they look back, and then they look at me, and they're like, why are you crying? Yeah. I said, because this is the oh. best day on oh. earth for those kids. Yeah. They are on the field. They love it. Yeah. Love it. It just touched me. Yes. And then I was a crying mess until the yeah. halftime show. Yeah. Then I got, you know, my cane and my shawl, <laughs> and I pointed my finger. You, you shut get off the lawn. <laughs> Uh, if the NFL, and there's a chance that this will happen, Wendy, this isn't hypothetical, this could happen. The NFL calls you up today and says, Wendy, you pick, you're our target audience, you get very emotional, you pick the band for the next Super Bowl. It's up to you. Wh- whoever you want, that's who we'll go after. Who would you choose? I don't know. You know, my taste and what's popular today are two different things. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Prince was one of the best halftime shows. A lot of people were tweeting that and on social media saying, next to this, Prince was the best. Oh. Prince did a great halftime show. He sure show. did. I don't know. He I- made it rain at the end during Purple Rain. It rained. That was pretty cool. That was something. I liked uh, The Who, and people complained about that, right. saying they're old. I I, I loved them. Yeah. Didn't Springsteen do it recently? Uh, did he? I don't remember. Maybe. Oh, could have given credit for maybe, it. but somebody like that, yep. like a cultural icon, mm-hmm. the uh, Lennon sisters. How about the Lennon sisters? They'd be good. <laughs> thank, thank God you're not doing the press for the Super Bowl. <laughs> They've talked to me about it. It was a very short conversation. Super Bowl over eighty. <laughs> What's the over and under? <laughs> not that over and under. <laughs> the other over and under. Come on. Well, I like. So, in summary, you were not offended. You thought that Shakira no, I did was a great, offended. You were offended, I just but thought, still entertained. I thought it was very entertaining, yeah. and I was mad at myself for feeling like a, a prude grandma. Yes. Yep. And I know there are grandmas listening that aren't prude. No, I felt like a not. prude one. Right. I just felt like, oh, come on, cover it up. There was a lot of um, let's let's go with gyrating. There was a lot of. That. That's a grandpa word. And can people see? I know this is. I, I know this is a podcast, so I'll do my best. There was a lot of this movement. There was a lot of thrusting. Although done much better. Done done a lot better than I'm doing. Yes. 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 I was not asked to choreograph the Super Bowl, Wendy, and I'm still a little bitter about that. But there was a lot of the. 
in and out, you know, that kind of, like that kind of thing. There was a lot of that. That's okay. That's what they do. That's what the kids are doing. Not the kids. That's what Shakira and J-Lo are doing. They did a great job. Why? Because it's Miami. Don't you get Gloria Estefan in the Miami Sound Machine to do a little cameo? I think they've done it a bunch. They're They're done? You know what? I would have gotten them. Just I would have. They live down the street. That's true. Just to bring her out bring to her add out. to the excitement. Yeah. All right. Maybe you're back to advertising ah, for the big game. All right. Good. Good. That didn't take long. Um, and during the game, it was quite a great matchup, and I was torn between who I wanted to win because, uh, as every other woman and some men are hot for Jimmy Garoppolo, I and he's a local guy. Mm-hmm. From Arlington Heights, went to Rolling Meadows mm-hmm. High School. I'm like, come on, Jimmy. I'm for you. I want the 49ers to win. Mm-hmm. But then I love Patrick Mahomes. I love Kansas City is in the Midwest like us. Right. I love the fact that they haven't won a Super Bowl in, what, 50, 50 years. years? Right. I got to go with the underdog. Yeah. Well, no, this the 49ers were the underdog. You know that, well, right? Well, I know in that. I know that. they. Well, they weren't the favorite. Right. So you're either the favorite or the underdog. Right, but the underdog, in my mind, I just had this argument with Jim. The underdog is the team that hasn't won in 50 years, in my mind. Mm-mm. I know that's not how it works. The underdog is always going to be the team that is giving... Not favored. Right, 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 yeah. right, right. But, so I the have way, my... but you've decided it's it's more the team that hasn't won lately is the underdog. I, In my mind, yes. It's, oh. But it should be that, you know, they were the ones... I hope you open up a sports book, because I will come and gamble at your place. <laughs> that would be <laughs> You'll be very rich. Uh, put money on the underdog. Which team do you want But do you, you understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I want the team that hasn't had it. Right. So in my mind, it's like, oh, I am, I'm, I always go for the underdog. Yeah. Plus, I'm a big fan of... Of underdog. Sweet poly purebred, or is it pure poly purebred? <laughs> sweet poly purebred. Oh, okay. I was right the first time. Should never doubt Shoe yourself. Shine boy, you're humble and lovable. Thank you, sir. <laughs> You were thinking about that during the Super Bowl? I just wanted, um, I guess, it. all right, it's not an underdog, but they. this would have been a real Cinderella story yes, if they won. It counts as that. The longest drought between championships, you could say it that so way. So shouldn't that be the underdog? No. No. It, it's, all, it's based solely on which team is the favorite or not the favorite to win. And it was a, it was very close this year. Usually it's a much larger spread. I think it was a point and a half this year, which is a very, very close game. It was a, an exciting game. Uh, the score, the fact that it was so close and until the end really made it seem like, wow, this was a great matchup. And I was sitting there going, this is a great game, but I'm not liking watching it. Really? I just wasn't into it. Did this enter into your head at all during the game? And and I say this because you are such a true, a tried and true, a true blue Bears fan. Didn't you go, this is what football's supposed to look like? Yeah, and I said, oh, you know, Patrick Mahomes uh, was still available. Could have been a Bear. They took they took a pass on him. That's not the guy we want, Right, he said. was still available when yeah. they drafted Mitch Trubisky. Yes. And then I start thinking, okay, but what if it, the tables were turned? And what if... The if Kansas City got Mitch Trubisky and we got Patrick Mahomes, I still think things would have played out the same way. Do you really? Yeah, because I just don't feel we have not had a good Mm. quarterback in quite some time. But it's like even if we get a good one, like I think Mitch Trubisky is probably a good quarterback, just not with us. You don't need a good quarterback to get to the Super Bowl. You need a Super Bowl quality quarterback. You saw two of them during the Super Bowl and all through the playoffs. You kept seeing guys that you go, 
These guys know what they're doing. They know they have a plan, and if that plan doesn't work out, they have a plan B or a plan C. They throw to guys with the same colored jersey that they have. The Bears quarterbacks never seem to, nobody seems to tell the Bears quarterbacks that you're supposed to throw to guys wearing similar colored jerseys to your own. But is it the players' fault or is it? Oh, it's coaching man. It's, yes, it's players' fault. It's coaches' fault. It's management's fault. It's it's everybody down the line fault that the Bears are who the Bears are. So that's what I'm saying. If we had Patrick Mahomes... I think it would have made a world of difference. I don't know. You don't think so? You just said the coaching, the management, so maybe, you know... But but I say that because those guys should have made the decision to get a guy like Pat Mahomes instead of getting Mitch Trubisky. Instead of trading up to get a guy they would have gotten anyway. I'm I'm not a GM of a football team, and I know you don't do that. You're an armchair GM. Come on. I'm an armchair GM. (laughs) Right. Yes, I am. All right. Well, that was, uh, I guess, a good game. I just was bored <laughs> with it. It was an exciting and it was a great matchup, let's yeah. say that. Yep. But I, I didn't really enjoy watching All it. All right. Uh, what about the commercials? Did you see some commercials? Yeah. I, I, I kind of liked the ones that everybody else liked. The one that was my favorite of the night was the one uh, where everybody spoke with a thick Boston accent. Really? Yeah, with Rachel Dratch and John uh, Kaczynski and... Um, Rosinski and Chris Evans. Yeah, I thought that was the that one was the most entertaining to me. It was funny. Uh, the Chicago Tribune put together the five best and five worst, and since it's just a quick Bill list... Bill Murray on there, I'm guessing? Well, I don't know. Let's sure. do uh, the five best. Uh, I want to see your opinion, because the number one, uh, I don't know if it's in any particular order, but... Number one, according to this article, the best, Snickers Fix the World. I thought that was lame. Remind me what happened there. There was, was a Snickers a hole. Giant hole. Yeah, that was all right. You feed, it's like in a snarky callback to Coke's famous Teach the World to Sing. Yeah. Snickers tries to make the world a better place. People are walking and singing, and then there's a hole that comes in, the, and it's a Snickers hole. And if you feed the world Snickers, well, it'll be, be better a, off. Yeah, I, I thought that was stupid. That was all right. Uh, Cheetos can't touch this. Oh With my! MC Hammer. Yeah, who yeah. I I don't know why you'd bring back an MC Hammer. Uh, because nostalgia sells. You notice there were not one, not two, but three different off- members of the cast of The Office that had their own commercials, right? I know John Krasinski. Yeah. Who played Jim? Yeah. Halpert. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. 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 Uh, there was Dwight Schrute. Yeah. And? Rain Wilson. Yeah. And then there was... Toby Flenderson. Oh, yeah. Now, that was just an ad for a new show that's coming up. No. No, no, no. Was it? I think so. Was it? The one that was called Super Monday or something yeah, like that? Yeah, that was a oh, hashtag was a Super Monday. Well, I, I think he's on a, a show. new show. I couldn't even tell it was a show. I just saw him and went, well, he's he's working. Good for him. It, it, you know, it's funny you say that because as we were watching things, uh, again, Jimmy Mack, Michael Mack, and myself watching the, the Super Bowl, and we'd watch a commercial, and uh, Jason Momoa, I loved. I thought that was the funniest commercial ever. But didn't it give you a nightmare when it was over? Like, <laughs> did did you sleep well that night after you saw that commercial? Pretty funny. No, I didn't have any nightmares. I only have dreams about Jason Momoa. It was him becoming not him anymore. A regular dude, yeah, real a thin dude, thin balding and, guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it was funny because. I missed it. I was making matzo ball soup because that's the biggest that's thing what that people do now. <laughs> that's what people eat for Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. 
I just had a taste for it. Yep. Um, and Jim's like, oh, wait, come back. You got to see this Jason Momoa. And I said, oh, what's the ad for? And he's like, I don't know. Yeah. It's like you watch these commercials. Well, the one that was my favorite with the Boston accent, I don't know what it was for. I know it was for a vehicle of some sort, but I don't know what kind. A car that pocks itself. Yeah. Uh, Hyundai? Could be. I don't know. All right, well, the Cheetos can't touch this Super Bowl ad was the second of the best. Uh, Google Loretta was the most touching, made me cry again. When people are searching, uh, you see it's an elderly man, and he's searching, what was Loretta's favorite moment in life? What was her favorite song? That was pretty good. That was touching. You know, it reminded me of a commercial that ran a lot during Christmas of these kids who make a short video for their grandfather of their grandparents back obviously grandma has passed away in this commercial so the kids go off on their own and they quickly craft a a, a video a, a compilation video of their grandparents courtship and uh, their lives and that one always touched me i saw that one i don't know a half a dozen times or eight or nine times during the holidays and every time it was on i'm like it can't get me every time can it yes, yes it did those are the commercials that are, that's what they're supposed to do. Oh, sure. And that Loretta one, Google Loretta, that was really sweet. That was good. I forgot about that one. That was nice. Um, and then Little Caesars, the best thing since sliced bread, and that was the one with Rain Wilson. Mm-hmm. I didn't think that was that was okay. great. And the Jeep Groundhog Day. Yeah. I had a feeling that would be in there. That's a pretty cool looking Jeep. Yeah. A pickup truck Jeep. Yeah. And I'm telling you, that little groundhog was really super cute. Isn't it interesting that stars, your big stars that have made a lot of money, and I, I would certainly put Bill Murray in that category, and I think of this because I saw a commercial yesterday for Weight Watchers with Oprah Winfrey. Yeah, and you say and yourself, The Rock. And The Rock, right. Those guys have done fairly well for themselves financially throughout their careers. What number do you even approach them with? Like when, when Bill Murray's agent or Oprah Winfrey's or The Rock's agent calls and says, hey, they want you to do a commercial, what number... Do they even go, you know what, even though I've made a crazy amount of money, in my, yeah, I'll come out. I'll, I'll show up for that. Well, Oprah loves WW, and I think that's what it's called now. Oh, it's not Weight Watchers anymore? It's just I mean, called it WW? is, but yeah, they changed all the Weight Watcher signs to like WW something. So not- their online presence is www.ww.com? I think so. Wow. That's a lot of, I'm going to wear out my W key. <laughs> I'm going to need a new keyboard because of this. Let me see what they, see are. what shows up. I guess it's still Weight Watchers. Yeah. But they're trying to get away from that and have Did it the just IHOP be... the people tell them that's the way to go? No, but you know what? When you're walking into Weight Watchers, you know... You don't want the word weight thrown yeah. around. You just want to say WW so nobody... People think you're a wrestler. Well, that no, because you're <laughs> short of W. But, I mean, people would know what it is anyway. But it's just... I don't know. It's in this day yeah. and age. It's like, you know... Everything's streamlined. It's like shopping at a shop called Fatso. You wouldn't go in there, would you? But, I mean, that's what I'm saying. That's no. what they're trying to say. You're watching your weight because you need to. Some people go, and it frustrates me, to Weight Watchers because they just want to eat better. Oh, yeah. You know, like, yeah. wait, if you don't have weight to lose, get out. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know that went on. Yeah, I just, I think that's, they're just trying to hip it up a bit. But, yeah. yes, it is technically, it's still WeightWatchers.com. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about your WQ. But Oprah's one of the wealthiest women anywhere so, like, what you're saying that for her, it's more a labor of love. She's going, I want to help people. Don't even pay me. I'll just show up. I I could see Oprah doing that. Yeah. When and Stedman's have... like, no, 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 Oprah, let, I'll handle this one. 
When you have Oprah money, I don't think you need it. Oprah bucks. All right, so the worst commercials, according to the Chicago Tribune, this that was those were the top five. These are the top what about five the, worst. What about Charlie Day showing up in everybody else's commercial? That didn't register as one of the best? No. No? Just the five I gave you. That was very ambitious. Yeah, I love Charlie Day and Stevie from uh, Skits Creek. Yeah. I just pronounce it. You can say it. Uh, it's a podcast. I don't, I don't you can want say to. it. You don't want to? I've... I just call it the creek. All right, I'll do that. I'm a trained broadcaster. I've been doing this a long time. If I have a microphone in front of me, I don't swear. In front of my kids, swear. And you'll swear. Um, So I can't remember her name, but she plays Stevie. Yeah. And that was... Emily Hampshire. That would be it. Yeah. That was... I love Charlie Day. I mean, it's... I don't know. Yeah. It's just all right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Worst, according to this article, the Mountain Dew Zero sugar commercial, as good as the original with Brian Cranston... And oh, a tribute from to the, the Shining. Yeah, I loved that. That was pretty good. They said it was one of the worst. Yep. You know what was good about it? Uh, the Him being sh- twins at the end. That was part of it. Yeah, those creepy twins in the hallway from the Overlook Hotel. That was part of it. But the other part that was great was that shot where he has cut through the door and then kind of looks demonically both ways. That was... An, an identical shot. Yeah. I mean, the other the other ones were close, but that one was point for point perfect. I mean, he looked like Nicholson in The Shining. It was it was. He really did. Yeah. I don't really understand it. I don't uh, know why they did it. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know the answer to that. I enjoyed it, and it was entertaining, and I remembered what it was for. Mountain Dew. But I don't know why it mm. needed to be done. All right. Uh, the Coca-Cola Energy uh, show up, show up with Jonah Hill and Martin Scorsese, which I still prefer to say Scorsese, but I think mm-hmm. he does say Scorsese. He does. Because um, then I'm wondering, you know, I do hate when you text someone and you see those dots, so you know they're responding, and then if the dots go away, you're like, oh, my God, why don't they just answer me? So I get all that. Uh, this was Coca-Cola Energy. Jonah Hill's tired. He's supposed to meet Scorsese at this party, and it's like, come on, you got to show up. Why is Jonah Hill hanging out with Martin Scorsese? I don't think they hang out. I think that was just a uh, just a, uh, a a device for the commercial to exist. Didn't it disappoint you that if Mar- if you're going to get Martin Scorsese Scorsese for a commercial, you better make it pretty good because he's worthy of something like that. And that just kind of laid flat. So a, I agree with you. They don't; those guys don't hang out. I don't think those guys ever hang out at parties. Yeah, I thought it was a weird combo. Is right. that what is what it was supposed to be? No. I, I, <laughs> See, I, no. I don't. I don't know what's happened. It's like these are the greatest commercials in all the land, and they're they're right. not anymore. But, but don't you think? Speaking of greatest, if Scorsese is our generation's finest film director, and you're gonna you're gonna use his time to make a commercial, make it fantastic. He's worthy of something fantastic. Although, again... And how do you direct him? Think about some guy or girl directed that commercial. How do you, how do you say to the greatest, hey, could you try that again, and this time give me a little more, just, uh, just a little more enthusiasm this time? That Mr. would be Scorsese. wild. But see, that's what I'm thinking. Like, I, in a way, I kind of like that they, you do have a Martin Scorsese, and you don't use him to his fullest. Like, yeah. oh, look at the irony of that. Yeah. I guess. That's what I mean. I don't get it. And mm-hmm. you know what? I fall victim to commercials all the time. I'll see a new something or other, and it's like, I have to try that. Yeah. None of these really did any Nothing of that to me. You. Uh, Facebook groups, Ready to Rock. It had uh, 
you know, um, rock and roll music and a, talking about getting a Facebook group together so you can rock. And then they have Chris Rock and then they have Sylvester Stallone, who's Rocky Balboa. Yes. That was, um, it was. It it's okay. Yeah. Um, it was all right. There was this other one, Queeby. It's a streaming platform and there are these scary bank robbers that are about ready to do a heist and they're wearing like um, llama and lamb and bunny and panda masks and they're waiting for their getaway driver. But the driver's watching a quick 10 minute hunk of video on Queeby. So he's like, hang on, I'll be there. It was stupid. I remember it. It was just okay. Um, And Michelob Ultra with Jimmy Works Out with Jimmy Fallon. Uh, and John Cena, who I don't know why people think you put John Cena in something and it's a win-win. Not a fan? I just don't care. Yeah. That you was seen the... him do Shakespeare? He's a great Shakespearean <laughs> actor, Wendy. Give him his due on that. He's really strong at Shakespeare. Uh, they had a great campaign prior to the Super Bowl. And I, I always say to myself, I don't want to see any Super Bowl commercials until the day that they're on. I don't need to see them in advance. I can, I can wait till Super Bowl Sunday and be surprised. But on Facebook, for a week prior to the Super Bowl, you kept seeing a thing where it says, this may be the greatest Super Bowl ad of all time. And after seeing that for a couple of days, I'm like, okay, I, I have to give in. I need to see the greatest Super Bowl ad of all time. It's not, spoiler alert, it's not the greatest Super Bowl ad of all time. But it's this ad with John Cena. That was and it? Jimmy. Yeah, that was it. And it was, it was fine. There's a trend in commercials, especially Super Bowl commercials, where... They do a lot of stuff in a short span of time, so your brain is trying to catch up to to like is that is that you seeing bolts that he's running past? Is that who is that? I know that's a celebrity. Who is, right. there's like they're throwing so much stuff at you in a quick amount of time that your brain just can't. It's impossible to catch up. I just was disappointed. I was bored with the game. I'm glad of the outcome. Yeah, you won a lot of money, did you? <laughs> I don't bet. No. I've never bet on anything really weird because this year uh there's legalized sports gambling in the state of illinois but they weren't set up for super bowl sunday they couldn't have it ready for super bowl sunday which is strange because that's the day that there's more betting than anything yeah and for some reason illinois just couldn't figure out how to legally do it so we didn't have it next year there's always next year um, yeah, I just, and I know I made, I said I made matzo ball soup and I know that's lame. We did have wings too. Mm-hmm. Your traditional Super Bowl fare of matzo ball soup and wings. This was the first year it was just like, yeah, we'll just, we're not going to go out, not going to drink really, just yeah. going to mellow it out and oh. watch a game that I didn't really feel like watching. Oh. So I'm glad it's over. Let's move on. Yeah. All right. Um, some sad news from the world of show business. Nobody has passed away. We've already done our show business death show a couple of shows ago. Uh, But did you see that the marriage of Pamela Anderson, Wendy, has ended after just two short weeks? Okay, first of all, um, I didn't even know that she and John Peters were an item. And who's John Peters again? I don't know. (laughs) It's not the John Peters that was Barbara Streisand's John Peters, right? It's a different... Every generation gets their own John Peters, I believe. Yes, It can't be that guy, can it? I don't know. I saw a picture. It of is him. that guy. Well, I, that's what I'm. I'm, re- I'm online now. I didn't know it was that guy. Well, that's what I assumed. I just thought, is that um, he's 74. He looks pretty good for his age. He does. How old is she? Uh, 52. Yeah, I saw that news, and I was like, I had like, no idea it was the same guy. Well, of course. I mean, who else would it be? Well, that's a con- John is a common name. Peters is a common name. 
Yeah, but I it just, wouldn't just be some farm boy from Iowa <laughs> that Pam Anderson was dating named John Peters. <laughs> two weeks, Wendy. It lasted two weeks. I'm surprised it lasted that long. What has to happen where you go through some sort of relationship with somebody, maybe a longer relationship, maybe a shorter relationship, but then all parties are agreed, let's make this official, let's do this, let's make it legal, we're going to get married, you get married, and then sometimes it happens, theirs lasted two weeks, which is not a long time, but sometimes it just lasts a day or two. Didn't Ethel Merman and... uh... What year is it? God. I'm sorry for knowing this. I think Ernest Borgnine and Ethel Merman were married for like 30 hours or something. They were married for a day and a half. Well, I feel, did they co-star together? Because I feel like that's what gets you wrapped up into the person. Uh, yes, true. You know, it's like you, you know, take the uh, camaraderie and having fun and then mistake that for being right. in love with them. You're a method actor. Who you, you think, because our characters are in love, we're, we also must be in love. Our characters are in love. And then when the movie's over, the TV show, you go, wait a minute, we're not in love. We thought we were. Right. And you just get caught up in the moment of yeah. it. Just like us with this show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so true. But I don't know about Ethel Merman. <laughs> <laughs> I hope somebody tuned this in just then. Did you say Ethel Merman? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Cause <laughs> Ethel all the, Merman. I said Ethel Merman, but I was thinking Ethel Vivian Vance. I don't no. know what happened to my brain Her right there. Her marriages lasted a good long time. But she respected the institution of marriage, listen, not Ethel Merman. No one's talked about John Peters and Forevs. And <laughs> Pamela Anderson, I don't know what she's been up to. So it worked. It gets them both in the... Right. You know, back on, in the public eye. And what's the, what's the Harvey thing? TMZ? Yeah, I couldn't think of it. Yeah, TMZ. I was going to call it Z-Town. What Z-Town. is that? Get like some back on Z-Town, as the kids like to say. I mean... That's a sleep aid, I think, Wendy. Z-Town? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it should be. couple yeah. Z's or just yeah. one? Z-Z-Z-Z-Town is, uh, I believe, a sleep aid. And their spokes band? I don't know who. ZZ Top. Oh, Come on. That was masterfully that was, done. That was oh, Pippin to Jordan right that there. Was so, and you that dropped was, it. I did. I did. Um, so that's what I think. They just wanted some press. <laughs> so the marriage was a sham from the beginning. She call, She calls John Peters up. She's on a phone. She gets a phone at a garage sale that only dials celebrities from the 70s. And she dials a number, and John Peters picks up, and she goes, I know you don't know me because you live in 1978, but this is Pamela (laughs) Anderson. I've been in the news several times in my career, but not lately. Let's you and me get married, John Peters, the original. And then they do, and then they both just realize, what are we doing? This is silly. I'd like to know what the fight was that (laughs) broke them up. Maybe he saw the video that she made. Oh, with Tommy ago, Lee and with Tommy Lee, and he couldn't keep up because no. not many people can. No. And isn't he kind of short? I think he's the John same. Peters, yeah, is he? I thought he was short. I I think he's the height of Tommy Lee's. <laughs> oh, so then it was like I'm done. Wow, Let me how wow, tall he is. Now I only knew him from his relationship with Barbara Streisand, Leslie Ann Warren. He was married oh, to he for a was while. with Leslie Ann Warren. Yeah, oh. he was short. I didn't know that. He was a producer, was he not? Yeah, Star is Born. Yeah. Um, I think he may have gotten an Academy Award for that, for producing a Star is Born, maybe. Yeah, movie producer. He's five eight and a half. I guess that's not, not that short. short. Well, Tommy Lee. Yeah. Yep. Um, 
Tommy Lee is bigger horizontally than he is vertically. <laughs> uh, this comparecelebcom so I don't know how accurate this could There's be. There's a website that just gives you celebrities' heights? No, it's, it's a whole biography. John oh. Peters is one of the most famous men in Hollywood. Mm. When he's not being a celebrity Wait a hairdresser... Wait a minute. He's, let me finish. There's no way. When he's not being a celebrity hairdresser, he's being a producer for box office hits. So I don't know if that's for real. How does that ha- I mean, good for him for making that happen. It's America. It's the land of opportunity. But you're a hairdresser, and then you go, you know what? I, I, like, I like dressing hair. Don't get me wrong. But I think I'm going to also start producing major Hollywood films. You're going to be jealous when I tell you what his uh, early screen appearance was. He was an actor also? He made a very early screen appearance as a donkey-riding little boy in the 1956 movie The Ten Commandments. Really? That's why she married him. Oh, yeah. You were in The Ten Commandments? (laughs) i got to marry you. Because all my favorite actors from that are dead. I tried to marry Charlton Heston. I tried to marry Yule Brynner. (laughs) Eddie G. Robinson. (laughs) All the greats are gone. All I'm left with you, little John Peters. (laughs) And could you just get a little off the top for me while you're up there? He made a very early screen appearance, as I mentioned. I'm sorry. Riding a donkey. Yeah. Donkey riding little boy. That's what he's credited <laughs> as. But the Ten Commandments, come on. That's a pretty good movie. He, however, joined the family's hairdressing business at 14 years of age. What? Over the years, he used his self-marketing uh, to accumulate huge clientele of celebrities, producing an album, Butterfly, for Barbara Streisand in 1974, marked the start of an era for him. Oh. He has served in the capacity of producer of several movies uh, such as Ali or Ali in 2001. Is it about Ali McGraw or Muhammad Ali? I think it's it's the love story between Ali McGraw and Muhammad (laughs) Ali. (laughs) So she was Ali Ali? Yeah. And I think Ali Sheedy's also in that, I think. Uh, a Star is Born. And Oliver O'Oliver is in it, too, but I don't, I don't know why. <laughs> I have no idea why. A Star is Born in 1976 yeah. and his 2018 remake of Wild Wild West. Oh, I didn't know that was a thing. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, oh, he was behind the remake of A Star is Born. He was? And the original. Wow. And then Wild Wild West in 1999, an executive producer of films like Batman Returns in 92, Man of Steel in 2013, Inner Space in 1987. He's earned several Oscars, Golden Globes, and Grammys, yeah. and 254 nominations. So, yeah, I guess he is one of the most His famous men. Things that he's worked on have received those nominations, not him. But still, I, I, he is a, an Academy Award winner, I think, for Star is Born. I'm almost positive. But how does he, what happens where he runs into her, to Pamela Anderson? Where does he, where does he show up that Pamela Anderson is also at? That's a good question. Isn't that strange? Because um, he's an older guy. He's in his 70s. He looks really good. Yeah, he, I have to say, I'm looking at the same picture probably you're looking at. Uh, he's wearing a ski vest. Well, he's skeevy. Because I'm just reading, in 2011, he was found guilty of a sexual assault allegation. Oh, no. And was fined $3.3 million. This ended him professionally and financially. But somehow Pamela Anderson. It's Pamela Anderson. Yeah. There's not many people left. I got, well. She's worked her way through many. There's no Oh, John Peters is still available. (laughs) He's uh, professionally and financially ruined. Perhaps I can get him. She's on a dating app that only gives you names of guys that no one else will go near. That's her dating app. What would that be called? 
pariah.com. <laughs> right. <laughs> P-date. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Although that, that's probably a website <laughs> called that that has a totally different clientele. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> Look for the yellow logo. <laughs> <laughs> We're the number one dating service. <laughs> <laughs> Again, a marketing wizard, that's yeah. what you are. Um, but the well, whiz and wizard. I'm sorry <laughs> to hear about their breakup. Yeah, that's very sad, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Um, and finally, there's something I would like to discuss before we um, deboard right. for the day. Is that what you do when you get off a plane? Yeah. How about it's like get off a plane? Do yeah. they say deboard? I, th- I think I've heard the word deboard. Yeah. Um, there have been people disembark. That's Is when that... you actually leave the that's when station. You're... All right. Deplane. Thank you, tattoo. May I? <laughs> deplane. Deplane. It is deplane. Oh, I miss Hervey Valachez, Wendy, so much, especially this time of year. Why this time of year? <laughs> I don't know. This is just what I miss him most. Poor thing. Yep, yep. Um, before we leave, let's just say that. Right. Um, there, we All right, so we're doing a new podcast. Mm-hmm. This is it. You're listening to it. Mm-hmm. I am trying to do the social media, and I'm not great at it, so I will try and... Put the word out there when we uh, release new episodes. I'm putting flyers in people's on people's windshields while they're at church. That's what I've been doing. Do you know if I get a flyer, I will purposely not do what the flyer says because that is so <laughs> right. irritating. It is irritating because usually you don't notice it till you leave, and right. it's raining, yeah. and then you're stuck. I wedge it just under the windshield, just like by the wiper. I just wedge it in there. And then uh, hopefully they read it and uh, they'll find out about us and enjoy the show. That's what my that's what my goal is. Well, um, WLSAM.com is where you find this. And it will be available on other podcasting platforms in the near future. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, uh, getting started. So there mm-hmm. are some waiting periods, what have you. And they released four of our episodes uh, all at once. Mm-hmm. And then we are trying to keep it current and release three new ones every week. That's so- our goal. But people are bothered by that in in a good way because they didn't know what to do with the four episodes. Do I space it out? Do I listen to all four at once? And then you fall into this um, Netflix thing when there's a show you want to watch. Do you, I'm asking you, do you binge it or do you give it some room to breathe between each episode? You know, it depends on... Now, our show is is mostly just you and me goofing off and having a good time. There's there's nothing too too heavy in what you and I are doing, for the most part. Every once in a while, you know, we bring in somebody, we have a discussion that, that's a little more adult, but for the most part, it's just fun. But on a lot of the shows that are on Netflix or similar services, if the content is too dark and disturbing, I can watch them back to back to back, but if I'm watching them with my wife... Like, for instance, love Ozark, love it to bits, but it's a very tense show, and it's hard to watch three or four of those in a sitting because your 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 heart hurts. It is very dark and intense, and I was recovering from my second knee replacement, Yeah, and I was in bed by myself on pain pills. Um, you sound like Elvis. <laughs> Everything is- you just described is Elvis. There was a new Star Wars uh, movie opening, so Jim was completely busy and out with the kids. So here I am alone watching this stuff. No one's there to bring me soup or a cracker or anything. And I watched that nonstop until I finished. And no wonder I was so deeply depressed. My Blue Cross Blue Shield 
woman called just to check on me because yeah. that's what they do. That's how that insurance oh, company works. That. That's nice. And she's like, hey, I just, you know, I realized you had surgery. Are you doing okay? Yes. And I said, yeah, I'm doing okay. And she goes, is someone there with you? I'm like, no. Oh. And then she's like, are you a little depressed? I'll send depressed? John Peters by the house. <laughs> <laughs> no one will talk to him. She goes, are you a little depressed? And I go, well, yeah, but, and then I, you know me. Yeah, here I'm it like, comes. So my husband's a Star Gates. Wars fan, yeah. and he is out and uh, um, doing a podcast and, and watching the movie, and he's with my kids. And Did you and, hear her head banging against the wall as you were saying all this? I expected that, because I get that a lot. <laughs> What's that noise in the background? <laughs> what is that noise? No, Nothing. I expected that. And then I said I watched Ozark back to back, and I'm just, you know, yeah, I'm a little depressed, but I don't think, I just, I think it's because of what's happening. And she, <laughs> honest to God, I know you're laughing at me, and feel free. No, I'm not. <laughs> but you know me well enough to know I didn't leave any no, item of information. Yes. There, yeah. And and so then she said, okay, well, is someone going to be back later? And I said, yeah. And she goes, okay, do you want me to call you again tomorrow wow. and see how you feel? That's unbelievable. And I said, you know what? I would like that. Really? And she did, and I was in a much better way. And um, that I I didn't know anyone even provided a service like that. That's I incredible. couldn't believe it. Wow. And I, I maybe it wasn't the next day. Maybe she goes, can I check in with you in a couple in a of weeks. days? <laughs> no, it was it was like two or three days. Oh, was it? Yeah. It was very quick turnaround because oh. I said, oh. Listen, I'm doing better. Everything's fine. It's just, you know, I had a knee replacement before, and I know after surgery you get a little depressed, hey, you know? But thank you for checking on me. I'm like, you know, do you live in the area? I'm in the Chicago area. (laughs) What are you wearing? No. 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 But I think she did think I was trying to make a lunch date with her because she (laughs) was from the Chicago metro area. (laughs) But nonspecific. Yeah. And she worked for Blue Cross Blue Shield and she was a nurse. And that was her job to just call and check on people who have had surgery. And I was just overwhelmed by her kindness. I didn't know they provided a service like that. You haven't really had surgeries. No, no. I like getting surgery. <laughs> you make a new friend. Yes, you do. All of a sudden, Audrey's your friend. That's great. That might have been her name. That's really weird you say that. <laughs> um, but so all four, podcast, uh, four podcasts have um, been released at one time, and I think you should do whatever works for you. Like with Netflix, I am the one who will start watching an episode of something, and I just want to keep going. Yeah. Jim has. Jim likes to savor things. Mm-hmm. So he's like, okay, let's wait till next week. It's like, no, I can't. I can't. And if you're going to make me wait, I'm going to watch it by myself. But don't you start to get this. And I know that the technology is so new that there isn't even a word in the English language for this. But there's an emotional thing you get where you have a season's worth of a show on Netflix or Hulu or whatever your service is, Amazon Prime. And then all of a sudden you're watching it and you're watching it and you look up and you go, oh, no, I only have one or maybe two episodes left. And in your heart, you're like, you got to pace this out. You don't want your favorite show to just evaporate. There's not going to be new episodes for a year. Take your time. So are you suggesting that's what people should do with our podcast? Because, no, there'll be three new ones every week. Right. So hopefully that's enough to keep people's appetite whetted just enough. But the complaint, not the complaint, but the criticism that I was hearing yesterday was, for a while on the WLS website, episode one was not posted. So they were like, ah, can we listen out of order? I think you can, right? You can listen out of order. They don't have to be in order. Yeah, I think each show is a standalone show. Yeah. 
I don't think you have to go in any order. And, you know, we were just as an homage to Star Wars. Yeah. We released episode one later. Right. And that's the prequel. Right. And, so, it, and, and like Star Wars, it's awful. The first episode is horrible. Well, see, it's like I, in Star Wars. But I don't know. See, you say the first episode, and to me, that's the, the original three. Star Wars movie. That wasn't bad, but that technically isn't number one. Episodes four, five, and six, Wendy, of course, uh, Star Wars A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi are masterpieces. Episodes one, two, and three that are just called episodes one, two, and three, I don't even think they threw names on them, are not quite as good. I can't, I don't like time travel, and I don't like being <laughs> things being released after the fact. I just, I can't keep it straight. All right, well, we will try our best not to time travel during the podcast from here on in. And we'll try to be pretty regular, that's the goal. I know, I went goal. back to the Renaissance in episode three, and you were very disturbed by it. <laughs> Bill, no time skipping to the Renaissance, you yelled out, I remember. <laughs> I'll try my best. All right, well, um, we've done it again. And uh, this Please is... say a generic uh, theme song at the end, Wendy, so that we don't get sued. It's the same one for now. We oh, can, is it? We can change these. All right, we'll find some stuff. Um, you said you were going to do something with a kazoo. I don't know I'm if you're going to make a musical. I'm try to find a song on the kazoo that fits the show, yes. Yes. Um, listeners can uh, come up with their own creations if they would can like. Can we play, listen, like if a listener sent us a song, could we play that or is that not allowed? Yeah, no, I've already um, yeah. commissioned my son Michael to put together a, a, a Bill and Wendy show oh, theme. All right. So if That'd listeners would like to, um, we will figure out how you can get it to us. All right. Um, you know. This is the one bad thing about podcasting. When you do a radio show, you have a producer. Yeah. When you do podcasting, I do everything. Yeah. Because you yeah. don't really have the. Um, Go on. The training. No. Nope. To handle most I'm of. I'm not quite as tech savvy. Well, then why don't you handle emails? That's tech. I'm good with. Uh, Sail mail. Yeah. Phone calls. <laughs> Can I give him your number? Uh, if somebody wants to write something on an Etch-A-Sketch and drop it by NBC Tower, I'd be happy to. I can handle that. Barely, but I can. We'll, we'll figure out a website right. and uh, not a website, an email address. Yeah, we'll get that. Yep. But if you come up with your own theme song, we'd, you we'd know, love to hear it. We may play it on the air. Oh, look at that. That's a great tease. All right. <laughs> All right. All right, that's it for today's episode, everybody. Hope you enjoyed it. I did. And did we'll you? Oh, very much so. Very much so. Uh, more exciting adventures next time. Bye, Wendy. See you, Bill.